Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, the Bucks, in the meantime, they are off to Paris, taking uh, taking their game on the road. Winners of 12 of their last 13, seven in a row. Eric Name, our Milwaukee basketball insider, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. So, Eric, Giannis gets to 10,000 points. Uh, the significance in your mind on, one, how quick he did it and the way he did it. Um, I don't know if there's a ton, honestly. And I guess I only say that because it just seems like when you talk about Giannis, he's going to do things so much bigger and better than than scoring 10,000 points. And, uh, you know, like he's not super high up on the quickness because, you know, he had a whole first season where he was kind of uh, out of the rotation, spot starter, and then year two he was trying to find his role. So, uh, you know, really it's like year three, four, five, six, and now seven uh, where he's really been a great scorer. So uh, I don't know that it's super significant now, but I do think it kind of speaks to just how high up on list he's going to be by the end of his career. Like he's he's really hit his stride here. He's in the middle of his peak as an NBA player and you know, if he puts together another three or four seasons like this and then uh ends up going on, you know, the downside of his career, uh, even in that spot still putting up great numbers, like he's gonna put up some some truly historic numbers. And uh, you know, I think for him it was more about uh, winning an MVP at a really young age, like to to do that at 24 years old last year was was incredibly significant. So the 10,000 points to me not quite as significant as I think some of the other honors he's he's kind of earned at such a young age. Is he right now the front runner to win the MVP again this season? Yeah, uh, I, I mean it. It's really tough to figure out who they might also try to give it to uh, at this point. James Harden, uh, the Rockets look like a complete disaster at the moment. They haven't been very good this entire season. So uh, even though Harden is putting up historic numbers, uh, the, I just don't think the team success is going to end up being there. Uh, and you know, I think a lot of people point to their to, they point to Harden for the team struggles fact that he pounds the ball so much that the role players don't feel involved that uh you know he's not the best defender like all of those things contribute to them not playing all that well you you go down the line like Luka Doncic is certainly putting up a, a great season and he has great numbers uh but Dallas is only fifth in the Western Conference so uh I think it'd be a spot a spot where okay do they end up winning 50 games is that enough uh for him to be considered and that's kind of a tough question to figure out then you go to the lakers lebron anthony davis i think they probably end up stealing some votes from each other uh and that isn't to say either of them is not having you know just an incredible season they've both been fantastic but uh, i do think you see the vote get cannibalized a little bit because it's two guys on the same team Kawhi leonard is always going to be in these conversations but also He's also always going to not play as much as other guys. Load management is a very real thing for him. And, you know, when you when you go through all of that, 
I mean, it's tough to even figure out who else you'd even put up for the award. I mean, there's Jimmy Butler, uh, maybe Nikola Jokic, but, I mean, that's about it. And, I mean, it just looks like to me like it, it's not even going to be – I'm not going to say it's going to be unanimous or anything, but uh, it's going to be pretty hard for people to vote for for anyone else as the MVP than Yasta Kumbo. Um, talking, by the way, with Eric Neymar, Milwaukee basketball insider. Uh, rumors flying around today. So uh, trades and thoughts. And look, I people ask me all the time, what are they going to do to upgrade? And my question always is, what do they have to upgrade? You know? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think the tough part with, with this Bucks team is that I, I think there's probably two trade routes. There's one trade route where – you know, you package together two or three of the guys that are eight through, um, I guess maybe like six through 11 on the roster, package up some of those guys, get one more guy that is maybe a more legit number six or number seven in your rotation, and then you, you move your chances of winning a title up, I don't know, like say it's at 22%, you move it up to like 25%, which is, which is nice, and obviously – I think John Horst is going to be incredibly aggressive, and he's shown that he will do anything he can to move up their probability of winning a championship, even just slightly, even if it would be to move up the, the probability from 22% to 22.1%, he would do it. Uh, so he's going to be incredibly aggressive. But, uh, you know, I think that move can only move you up so much, can only make you uh, so much better. And when you started to think about that, then you, I think you also start to think about, is that much of a move even worth it? Is, right. Is, is, is it worth screwing up the chemistry this team has? Correct. Is upsetting the chemistry even something that would be worthwhile? And I think it, it's a valid question. So that's where it becomes tough. And then, I mean, the other possibility is making a move where, you know, I think I don't want to say blow it up, but I think there's the, the question still remains what Eric Bledsoe looks like in the postseason. Uh, I think some people want to apply that question to Chris Middleton as well. Um, I think it's been fair at times. Also, he's had playoff series where he just destroys teams as well. So I, I don't think that question is as valid with Chris Middleton. But with Eric Bledsoe, it exists. The last two postseasons, he's kind of disappeared. And they're covered pretty well for that right now with George Hill playing incredibly well off the bench and with his ability to kind of take Bledsoe off the floor if they need to as the backup point guard. But you would also just prefer for your starting point guard to be better. So that would be the one is, uh, you know, do you try to upgrade the point guard position and, and make an even bigger deal and really upset things? Like that trading one of your three best players, I mean, in a season where you're on pace for 70 wins, that would be uh, an incredible shakeup. It would be, I mean, it would be a, a hugely significant move. So uh, I think John Horst has to balance that out as well. The, those concerns still exist about Eric Bledsoe. We, we haven't seen him perform incredibly well as a Bucks player in the playoffs. And that is a concern because it could happen all over again. So I do think that is something to think about. But I think I just come back to ultimately they're going to be aggressive. They're going to try to see if there's a move out there. But you're the best team in the league, and not only are you the best team in the league, you're on a historic pace. Last year, they were just good. They were the best team in the league. This year, they're the best team in the league on a historic 
kind of pace for wins and I think that would ultimately be pretty tough to to break up and make a significant move. Hey, before I let you go, real quick, um, what does it mean for this team to now be traveling abroad, going to Paris, France, and uh, showing their product there? I mean, I think it speaks to just how big of a star Giannis Dedekumbo is at this point, that the Bucks were selected for this game for one reason and one reason only. And it is because they have the biggest international superstar in the world like that is that there's no one bigger in the league right now uh you know outside of lebron james that could do this and lebron is obviously an american Giannis is from greece he has african roots like he is what i think david stern kind of dreamed up when he wanted the league to become a worldwide entity and now you're seeing kind of the fruits of your labor labor there as Giannis is the reigning MVP, probably going to be back-to-back MVP, and he gets to show off your product on a world stage. So, uh, I mean, to me, it, that's what it says is that, you know, the Bucks are a great team, but they're led by the greatest international basketball superstar in the world. And because of that, that means you you get a, an opportunity to do these things, and and that's what you're seeing here uh, as they go to Paris. I think really the only concern is we've seen some teams have these type of trips in the season, and it messes with their rhythm and it messes with their routine, and you know it kind of throws them off. I think all four of the teams that went to India this year, this past off or I shouldn't say this offseason, but during this preseason, kind of got off to rocky starts and. Not all the blame can be placed in that, but I do think there is something to be said for doing something so out of rhythm, so out of routine, uh, that you have to find a way to recover. The Bucks have days, obviously had four days in front of it and four days after it uh, to kind of get back into the routine that they had, but I do still think there's a possibility that it affects them. Eric, always a pleasure. We'll chat again next week. I appreciate it, pal, okay? I look forward to it. Thank you. Talk to you later, buddy. There you go. Eric, name of the Athletic and uh, also our Milwaukee basketball insider joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.